to the Fitz Life Unfiltered Podcast with Kim and Jamie Fitzpatrick, former employees turned successful online entrepreneurs, speakers, parents, and couple. Thank you for tuning in. We know your time is valuable, and their goal is to help you live abundantly, provide value and tips on achieving physical, mental, spiritual, and financial wealth while navigating this crazy-ass thing we call life. Are you ready? Let's go! All right, I'm back. It is Kim here. I'm going to be doing a solo episode today, and I am really, really excited about this. You know, I have what feels like a lot to share, and I'm sitting in this studio just, you know, I I grounded myself before I started this, and I put one hand on my chest and one hand on my belly, and I just dropped my shoulders, and I took my tongue off the roof of my mouth, and I said, you know, God, universe, divine support you know, whatever resonates with you. But for me, I just said, you know, please help me just share this story so authentically, so transparently, and with just so much love that it reaches the person and the people and the women that need to hear this too. So I want to, I've been on a healing journey and it has been so powerful and so rewarding and enlightening and expansive and required So for many of you that know my story a year ago, actually, I had like basically what felt like a toe to toe, a head to head with the biggest stress, I'd say, in my life. And it's a human, it's a person. And it was one of the hardest days of my life. And after I had this conversation, I actually had my first panic attack. And in that panic attack, I was, I've never had a panic attack before. I have anxiety, but I've never ever experienced what a panic, a full-blown panic attack is. And I literally could not breathe. Like my chest, it was very scary. And I have a lot of compassion for people that experience those. They're very, they feel very, very, very real. They're very real. And it's very scary. And I experienced my first one on November 9th last year. And I remember out of the corner of my eyes, I was experiencing this panic attack in response to, it was a body's, it was my body's traumatic response to an experience and situation and conversation I had just had with someone that took zero responsibility and just basically like stabbed a knife even further into my heart, twisted it and then pulled it out and stomped. That's what it felt like to me. That was the story that I was telling myself. That's what I was feeling. So I'm there in this panic attack, right? And I'm on my knees, obviously, because I can't, I'm I'm trying to find my breath. Kids aren't home from school. And out of the corner of my eye, I see Jamie about to call 911. And all of a sudden, it was like my, either my higher self, God source, whatever, my mom, I immediately caught my breath. It just, All of a sudden, it's like I invoked my breath back into my body and I came back into my consciousness of my conscious body and I stepped back into me. I stepped up. I said, I will never go to the hospital. I will never not be in control of my breath. And I will never allow the power that this person had over me to ever be allowed to have that pull and that response again. And that was the day I decided to heal. 
And I needed to work to undo this story and undo these this, these experiences you experience when you experience them, whether it be as a child like I did or, you know, you know, and your story just it, there's so many stories that evolve. Right. And they don't just because you're deciding to change how the outcome ends and how you decide to 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 process your story anymore doesn't mean the shit that happened to you didn't happen. So fast forward, you know, we've done, a, I've done a ton of healing and I was on, had the opportunity on Friday night to present and to be one of the keynote speakers at the Wallet to Wealth event. It's an incredible fundraiser for the Halton Women's Place. A huge shout out to Whitney Hammond. She, her, she and her team um, and the amazing group of 500 women there. Uh, they ended up raising over $70,000 profit to be able to donate to the Halton Women's Shelter, which I know is something that's very near and dear to Whitney's heart and, and her purpose and her mission. And I was asked to speak and share my story. You know, and this was like months ago, like I was asked this like five, six months ago. And I was like, sure, sure. Yeah, I'll do that. No problem. And I always had in the back of my head, okay, I got to prepare for this. I got to, I've got to prepare for this. I've got to prepare for this. I've got to get ready for this. It's not going to be that hard. I'm just going to share my story. (sighs) Well, let me tell you what happened the last month. Well, my, my psychosomatic I would say, would it be psychosomatic? Maybe is the, is the right word. But my, my body started responding. I was like, what the fuck? Like, why am I feeling anxious? Why am I feeling nervous? So don't I get on this stage Friday night? Okay. And at this point I've been going through a lot of Reiki healing. I've had a lot of, um, hooks removed, cords cut, like I'm talking, I feel like a, I've, I've actually like, I feel like I'm very reintegrated. I've talked a lot before about on this podcast about being reintegrated into my body, into experiences, because as you are someone that experiences severe trauma in your life, you are actually, it's almost like you are, you dissociate an identity and you move yourself out of that situation. You're protecting yourself, right? Like if you listen to our last podcast episode, I talked about this turtle shell, right? So you've been like protected. You, you've almost like put yourself into this little turtle shell. So you can't be attacked, hurt anymore. And you get to control all that, right? Well, so by the time Friday rolled around, I had already gone through like a lot of these, a lot of this like removal, right? Of this stuff. And I was feeling very exposed in a great way. And I got up on stage. I was just going to share my story and I could not talk. My, it felt like my throat was closing up and I was stumbling and tripping over my words, which listen, I have such an honor of speaking for like tens of thousands of people and I don't trip my words up, but, but, but my throat, it's like my collective consciousness said, no, you're not going to tell the story right now. This is not what you're going to tell. And it felt so, it felt so real. It felt so raw. It felt so very, very vulnerable when I felt like my, my, here's what it felt like. It felt like in the moment when I was on that stage, and I was presenting in front of these women and I had my picture up of my little girl. There was like my little girl. I was six years old. I had a little picture from when I was like three. And then I had like adult pictures of me now. And I was trying to tell this story of this little girl that was told she was too much, too bold, too bright. Like all the things 
that really defined me for so much of my life. Like it literally defined me. My, I had this like, you're not worthy weed woven through my body. And that is what dictated so many parts of my action because they were rooted in, if you do this, you'll be worthy instead of like, no, if you do this, you're just doing what you love. And now I'm seeing I was doing what I loved all along. It wasn't the worthiness chase, but sometimes it's hard and it's confusing to know the difference. So as I was walking and talking on this stage and I could see myself, it was like I had this out of body experience. And it's like in that moment, I paused and I stepped, I stepped outside of my separate self and I saw this illusion of my story that I've allowed myself to, to be wrapped up in. And what happened is my conscious, my, my conscious body, me, my conscious self, my higher self, the version of me, I know I can walk as this whole healed loving human. It's like, I just didn't want to no longer, I I didn't want to identify that story any longer. And it's like the moment on that stage, I snapped out of that start, that spot. And that didn't hold me anymore. And I was able to consciously decide that I was going to let the story, like I wouldn't wanted to separate from that story. And I was going to let that separation and the separate self of me die. And I was no longer going to go into this other version of me that spoke about the pain and spoke about the trauma and spoke about and being stuck there. I want to choose something else and I wanted to be connected to my higher self. And I'm here for that. You know, I am. And, and I feel like there's these stories that we tell ourselves. And I was trying to explain to my, uh, my Reiki healer, I was like, you know, I was on the stage and blah, blah, blah. I have all the stories. I felt like I had all these stories and I don't associate with those stories anymore because I'm this actualized, happy, healthy, thriving woman. And every time I talk about that, those past parts, I get triggered and I feel shameful and less than because they are still unhealed parts, but they, they are healed parts. Because the story in which the way I view them feel unhealed, but I am healed and I don't need those to hold me anymore. So with that, I pulled myself into where I am right now today. And I decided that I want to be reconnected to my higher self. And I have more work to do in this healed version. And I want to, re- I want to give you that reminder of anyone that feels stuck in your story. And, and as I was going through this next part of my healing, you know, I went in and I laid in this little cozy bed with these flannel sheets and I'm like, all right, give me my Reiki healing. And sure enough, my higher self rolls in. Okay. For some of you that don't believe this, that's okay. Just roll with me here. My higher self rolls in and apparently she loves to have flowers in her hair and she's wearing this beautiful white dress. And you know, I was given this visual of like these two baskets and, and in one basket, there were, you know, 50 roses, these beautiful white roses. And in the other basket, it was empty. And my, and my role was, my job was, was to like exhale out of my body, these stories that have, that have become so conditioned in me and my higher self at the point was like, okay, today we're going to, we're going to really work on, you know, her stories and, you know, and visual, visualize a scroll. Okay. You know, the scrolls where, you know, like in Cinderella, kind of my life, but I'm dissociating from that story now, but you know, the scrolls in Cinderella where he's like, and he, and and he opens the scroll and he's like, okay, I hereby announce the ball will be blah, blah, blah. And the scroll is very short. Well, the scroll and the stories that I had from my life, like went on and on and on and on and on. And my higher self's just laughing because it was like this, this scroll of just like these piles of stories that have been laced all through my body. Of course I feel stress. Of course I can feel anxiety. Of course I can feel 
all the things that I feel. Of course I can feel unloved because I allowed myself to become the identity because that's what I was told. And it's not true. You are loved. You are peace-filled. You are joy. You are lovable. You are healing. You are strong. You are brave. And you are powerful. And as I was blowing these old stories and these roses visually, like kind of in my own head, I was doing this visualization practice. I could feel my body getting lighter. And as I moved the rose from the one basket to the other, I was able to witness all those old stories being burned. And it just felt so freeing. And as I was doing that, I was taking off this huge mask and these turtle shells and these things that I thought I needed for all this protection. And really, I believe that the protection I needed was from the stories that I was actually also projecting back onto myself. So often we have so many people that are projecting so much of their own shit on you. Yeah. Jealousy, fear must be nice. You know, a lot of people just get frustrated. And I was one of them where I remember, you know, I would spend time where I would like watch one person super close to my life who had a passion for taking care of herself and like had time to commit an hour to herself every day. And I was like, must be nice, must be nice to not be so busy. Like, what the fuck? I, but I, so I, I empathize with some of you that are like, no, I'm that person. I'm jealous right now. I'm pissed. I can't take care of myself. No, you're choosing that. You're choosing to not prioritize yourself. You're choosing to allow that to be the story. You're choosing to allow that to be you not taking control of your schedule. You're choosing that. And it's sure as hell more easier to blame someone else than it is to take radical ownership for yourself. But we're not going to do that anymore. We are going to become more conscious leaders. We are going to step into our own conscious ownership of how we want to feel. How does that feel right now when I'm saying that? What's the visceral body and reaction you're feeling? How free would you feel if you stopped blaming everyone else around you for the lack of things you are achieving in your life because you are not prioritizing them because you are staying stuck in the story of someone else's projection? Let that sink in. Feel that. I don't co-sign on that. I won't co-sign on that for you. Nope. Mm -mm. <laughs> I won't. I won't co-sign on that for you. And here's the thing. If you don't have people that, that aren't in your foxhole right now that are saying, I've got you, I, I, I'm not going to co-sign on that. I'm not going to co-sign on the, uh, the thing that you do not have time to drink more water. Like even just something so simple. Give yourself that, that gift. Drink two more glasses of water today. See if you can do it. That's it. Go for that walk. Turn off your phone. Stop scrolling. Go for the walk unplugged with your kids. You will start to see these baby changes that you start to make in your life. And what will happen are these monumental miracles that will start arriving around you. I want to leave you with this. Of course, I opened this today. I'm reading The Pivot Year by Brianna Weist. Day 75. I never read ahead. I always just read the day because it's one day. You read one day. And today's this day. This is the day I read. Nobody tells you that death and rebirth can occur all in the same body. That the past once so familiar can begin to feel like a fact that can be recalled, but holds within it no attachments as every cord to it has been released. Nobody tells you that the experiences once so clear within your mind can fade into non-existence. Nobody tells you that eventually 
that you will eventually think about every last thing that haunts you for the very last time, and you will not even realize it's the last. Nobody tells you that there are parts of you that will come to meet that feel like new beings emerging from nothingness, right along the pieces of you placed down years ago that you assumed you'd never find again. Nobody tells you that some things will always remain. Nobody can explain the intricacies and the complexities of what your life will be about because that is for you and for you alone to determine. That is the revelation that you alone are meant to experience, the part where every dead end weaves together into a storyline more beautiful than you could ever consciously write. This is what it means to be fully alive, not to always know where you are headed, but to know that you will eventually arrive. So I want to leave you with that today. And I want to do more of these solo podcasts. I feel like I'm ready. You know, there was a time where I shared that December, last December was probably the hardest. It was the hardest month of my life. And, you know, I felt like I hit rock bottom. And they say that you actually have to hit your darkest and deepest days before you can start to say, I want change. And, you know, I think about the journey I've been on. I think about my physical health journey. I think about my emotional health journey. I think about my spiritual health journey. I think about my businesses and where I want to grow and how thankful and grateful I am for where I am today and what's gotten me here today, because all of it's been built on such truth and transparency and honesty and exactly what I needed and exactly where I was at in my life. You know, I often say to my client group, which is just the most powerful, beautiful group in where I, which I serve my clients, I say thank you to them, you know, almost every other day. Thank you for holding space for me. Thank you for allowing me to be a client right beside you as we both navigate this messy journey we call life. You know, I often just will sit and thank and sit in appreciation for the team of business owners that I get to build this business with and just say, thank you. Thank you for, thank you for doing this with me. Thank you for, for learning and leading with me. And, you know, we're not always going to get it right, but gosh, thank you for, for figuring this out. What do you need to say thank you for in your life right now? I think sometimes we forget to thank what we have right now. And we're so busy chasing the next thing that we, we can't get gritty with the gratitude of where we're at. And I'll tell you this, your, your, next, your next success is gonna come from your current level of appreciation for what you have and your current level of pride for what you've done. And instead of minimizing your accomplishments, I want you to sit right now and I want you to celebrate the crap out of them because what you celebrate, you're asking the universe for more of. So let's claim our power back and let's start to change our story and let's start to see what we're actually capable of with the new stories that we're creating that are built from where we've come from, but we need to stop thinking we're broken and fractured because you're not, you're whole and you're here and you're healing and you're in process and that's something to be really proud of. I see you. Keep going. You have been listening to the Fitz Life Unfiltered podcast with Jamie and Kim Fitzpatrick. Please share this with your friends, family, and everyone looking to level up in their life. Leave a review and smash the shit out of the subscribe button. All resources and contact info are in the episode notes. Thank you for listening.